Thanks for pressing play on the Third Shift Entrepreneur Podcast, where we teach you how to build your dream job while keeping your day job. I'm the show's executive producer and co-host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Third Shift Entrepreneur with a knack for boxing, social impact, and podcasting. In this episode, Todd and I discuss how doing is the new resume. Todd stresses why it's important to develop situational expertise and how that's cultivated through experience. No more excuses. It's time to get to work. Let's go. Hey, everybody, this is Todd Connor, and you're listening to the Third Shift Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're talking about how to start stuff without quitting your job, without putting yourself at financial risk, without creating sort of headaches and fear. We're talking about being a creative and building things, but doing it without creating the risk, which is something that we need today. And I'm here with my friend, my my co-pilot, Mike Stebman. Mike, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Todd? Excited to be here again. Me too. We're talking about how to start stuff. And I think, you know, what what keeps me up at night and you and I have talked about this is, you know, entrepreneurship rates in this country are down. Fewer people are starting businesses. I think and what's interesting about that is that we've made entrepreneurship super cool and sexy and it's super popular and it's very it's actually more studied than it's ever been. So there's all this activity and conversation around it, and yet fewer people are doing it. And I think it's because we made it too intimidating and we've made it something that's celebritized uh, and we've lost sight in some ways of like, you know, this is actually, it's about doing basic stuff in your, in your, in your backyard uh, that you have control over and doing it in a way that doesn't put you, your family at risk. And um, I don't know if we can figure this out, I think we're going to unlock, unleash a wave of innovators in this country. Yeah. And one of the things we're talking about today is how doing is the new resume. And it's so timely, right? Because I see on LinkedIn, especially like a lot of transitioning veterans, you know, having issues with getting jobs and whatnot. And I'm just like, I just want to jump in. I don't own that space, but I just want to jump in and be like, look, man, just build out a portfolio, right? Stop looking at your, your, your resume as a sense of look at me, look, build out your resume in a sense of developing skills and showing and identifying value that you're able to bring to a startup you're able to bring to an existing company or even to your own entrepreneurial endeavor, right? Like again, like now is the perfect time to just get out there and learn skills that you can apply to your venture. Yeah. We talk about, uh, you know, we give this advice a lot. Doing is the new resume. It's a, it's a way of thinking about the new economy in my mind, you know? So if the old model was we get a job and this is like our parents and our parents' parents, you know, if you're lucky, you get a job, you have a job, and then HR sort of manages manages your career progression and you work hard and then presumably you're recognized, you get good grades. You know, by the way, this is how a lot of us come up in the world when we're in school. You know, the, the milestones are very defined for us and we're kind of looking for that external validation that like what we're doing is working. We get recognized. Our job is to sort of complete the task, do it well, work hard. Uh, and then all, you know, and then we just kind of keep chugging away. And then that's the system that gets us to uh, a place of success. But that only works up into a certain point in, in your career. You know, I'm going to say middle management. And then at some point, we, we aren't needed for the things that we are good at. It's not about being a well-rounded person. It's about being, you know, indispensable for a specific situation, you know, like, let's just talk about this. You know, Vice President uh, Biden announced his running mate, right? Uh, Kamala Harris. So, you know, there's a lot of qualified and smart and talented people around there. 
But like, why her? Why now? Because she brings a whole set of things that he needs right now. And I'm not giving this as a political statement, uh, although, you know, whatever. So this isn't a political commentary. This is about how do people get picked? And it's about timing. It's about how you've presented yourself. It's about the natural things that you bring. Yeah, including your profile, being a veteran, being black, being gay, whatever. That's all part of your story. This is what comes forward. Uh, and, and more so your skill set, hopefully in most situations, right? But like, here's the thing I'm expert at. Here's the thing that, you know, being a prosecutor. Uh, so all that comes forward and presents us in a way in which we're going to be picked for specific solutions in a specific moment. And so, you know, what's, what's different when we are just coming up in the world, right? Is like, it's not about being a well-rounded, hardworking person. Yeah, that's great. But we don't, we're not looking for people that have like a 3.6 GPA. We need people that can figure out how to take our LinkedIn strategy and take us from 5,000 followers to 30,000 followers. And if you have shown that you can do that with another person, then like I'll hire you to do it for me. I don't care if you have certifications of being a LinkedIn expert. I don't care if you have blogged about how to grow your LinkedIn network. I mean, that's nice, but I really care if you've done it for someone else, or I really care if you've done it for yourself. So this, this idea of, you know, I think this is sort of a depressing message for in particular, a lot of military veterans or, or even just people that are high achieving. Cause it's like, if you work hard, you should just be recognized. Right. And like, and then it just, you get plucked into opportunities and people know that you're good and they're talented. And the sad, I think reality is like, no one's coming to pick you. Um, you know, you got to pick yourself, uh, and you got to sort of present yourself in ways that show what your expertise is. But here's the good news. If you're really expert at the thing, um, you'll have opportunity and you don't actually need more credentials to make that, to make that happen. I don't know if this is landing. Does this make sense? What no, do you see, Mike? No, it is. And I was actually going to ask you a question because I know this is something I struggle with myself is I'm a very well-read person, right? Like I read a lot of books. I'm up reading this morning as well, but I also want to make sure that I'm balancing my reading with actually doing, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times we can get in the books and we can learn about how to write a book or how to launch a podcast, or how to do all this kind of stuff. But the important piece is, okay, what are you doing with that knowledge? I know. And this is big. I mean, and I would say, you know, there's a couple of caveats in this. One is just because you're, let's go back to the military transitioning veteran because we, t- we work at the military a lot. You're good. It's all right. Sorry, right. everyone. Uh, there's somebody mowing in Todd's lawn, but we, <laughs> we are third shift entrepreneurs. We are not full-time podcasters. Yeah. We're going to roll with the flow. Outsource the things you can't do, which is like mowing the lawn. So uh, like, let's talk about the transitioning military veteran for a second. You see a lot of people who are themselves transitioning, who are, who are then giving advice on how to transition. And here's the cautionary tale, right? People, you know, I'm going to say this in a really blunt way. It's going to sound mean. No one's interested in your opinion about how to transition unless you've really successfully transitioned. And, you know, and this is the risk with entrepreneurship too. It's like, no, we shouldn't be interested in your opinion about how to start a business unless you've started a business. Um, And I think we shouldn't be interested in your opinion about marketing unless you have successfully marketed. You know, we shouldn't be interested in your opinion about how to be an investor unless you are investing. Um, So I say these things to sound sort of obvious, but 
for all of us who are consumers of, of, of ideas and advice, frankly, be, be judicious, you know, listen, don't listen to people. It's not the people with the loudest megaphone. It's the people that are, have solved the problem. Um, those are the people that we need. Um, you know, if I'm, you know, I'm interested in, you know, if you want to become a, a tutor, like, let me observe how you teach kids. You know, I don't necessarily need to hear you talking about what you think tutors ought to be doing. I'm more interested in like, Hey, here's a tutor down the street. That's doing it really well. Um, so I think we can confuse talking about the idea. Um, and obviously we're doing a podcast here. This is a lot of talking, right? Um, but we, we need to observe, um, the success that we're actually causing in the world either through our own example or even better through the, through the other people that we're doing it for. And if we can do that, then we're qualified. You know, like Mike, I called you when I was thinking about starting this podcast. Um, and you know, because I'm asking experts, I'm like, look, we've got this book coming out. I'm really passionate about the concepts. I'm not, I'm not interested in sort of trying to get my personal name out there per se. It's, but it's really about how do we get more people to start businesses? And I go to experts. And I go to experts that I think have done this really well. And I call them and I ask them their opinion. I'm like, you know, I call Rich Cardona. I observe, you know, Eric Reese. I'm, I'm looking at, um, you know, people that I think are smart thought leaders like Emily Drake. And I'm calling these people and I'm saying, you know, what do you, what is it that you think I ought to be doing? And I'm listening for their insights and, and I'm asking them because these are people who have done it well. And then I call you and I say, Mike, I listen to your podcast. I think it's well done. You know, can you help me with mine? And like that's business development. It doesn't happen because you have some website. Maybe you do. You probably do. I've never seen it. I don't care. Um, it happens because you put on a podcast that I listen to that I think is well done. And then I'm like, Hey, done. Can you, can you come help me with mine? And so, you know, the good news is we don't need a bunch of fancy credentials to do that. I'm not saying don't get degrees. Uh, but I am saying that doing is the new resume. If you want to, you know, fill in the blank, help, uh, uh, you know, launch a movement, then like prove that you've done it on your block, prove that you've done it with your friends, prove that you've done it for one customer. And then like, and then let's talk, you know, and you don't even have to sell me. I'll, I'll come to you because I know that you've, I know that you've done it. I've seen that you've done it. I also think it's important people understand that you do need to be under the gun a little bit. You need to be under the wire because while you do have stuff as like a hobby, you know, it's kind of like free flowing. I can do this when I choose. But once you really like commit and there's like tangible outcomes, i.e. people are expecting a return on your product or service, right? It's supposed to deliver something of value to them. Then it puts a little bit of pressure on you. Because again, even with this podcast, Todd, we planned it out. We're like, oh yeah, we're going to do this podcast but there's a distinct difference once we hit record and we started to do it and we started to talk through it. And it's like, Hey, how is this show going? You know, are, how are these topics going? But the only way you make that happen is by actually committing and actually doing it. And our skill set, we get better with each episode. So for our listeners out there, it's very important that you actually take action, that you get in the fight, that you don't just talk about it. You don't just read about it. No, you put yourself in a position to solve a very hard problem using entrepreneurial leadership and entrepreneurial thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this is big. And I mean, you have to take action. And I think the action is not, um, you know, the action really ought to be not here's what I'm going to go do. You know, hey, look at me. I'm about to go do something. That's the wrong. Oof. And you see this a lot. You know, you see this a lot in social media. 
Um, that's the wrong premise of this. The right action is go do it. And then, hey, everybody, look at what I did. You know, like, <laughs> look at what I did. And doing is the new resume. If you want to be, you want to become uh, a journal, you want to start a, a new, you know, publication, you want to be a journalist, you know, um, write five pieces and put them on LinkedIn and then be like, hey, everybody, I've written, you know, five pieces and I want you to, I'd love your feedback. Uh, you want to become a chef. Um, you know, hey, everybody, like, look at um, the meals that I've been making for the last three months. Um, if you want me to come, you know, cater your next, you know, dinner party, like, let me know, let me know which one of these 30 things I made that you think looks good. And I'll come make it for you. If you want to become open up a, a, you know, a drone flying school. Um, Hey everybody, um, check out, uh, these two guys. I help teach how to fly drones. And here's a video from them talking about how I was really good at helping them learn how to fly drones. You know, I, so there's a version of this that's really small um, and, uh, you know, and doesn't have to be big and intimidating. You know, by the way, if you want to start a nonprofit, you know, the best thing to do, the first question I'm going to ask is, um, who have you, who have you solved this for? You know, and there's a lot of folks, especially in the military community that want to start nonprofits because their heart's in a good place, you know, um, or, you know, and I'm like, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago and um, they want to start a nonprofit to help, uh, uh, you know, young girls that are from first generation families get into college and they want to build a whole nonprofit to help do that. And I said, who, who's the last young girl that you've helped get into college? Who's first generation? And, and it was like, well, she hasn't yet. Cause I haven't started, I haven't launched it yet. I'm like, well, go do that 10 times. Like, and that's the, that's the groundwork. And it's not, you're not going to get a bunch of Facebook likes. You're not going to get a bunch of LinkedIn likes. But go help 10 girls get into college who are first generation and then let's talk about a nonprofit, you know, but like it, it's amazing how people just want to skip that step and they want to launch something, but go solve the problem and, and do it at a really small scale. And then the conversation about building a nonprofit is like easy because you're like, hey, I helped 10 girls do this thing, but now there's like 30 more that want me to help them. So therefore I need to, you know, and this is the pull, right? Like, therefore I need to start because the demand is coming in. And so I need to in turn go build a business to support what is the demand that's coming in. Um, and, th and that's, you know, we got to listen to the pull. You got to, you got to meet the market halfway, right? Like you got to get out there and be like, I'm offering to do this. And then you like wait for the market to kind of pull you to where it needs to go. Do not underestimate the value of on the job training. You know, this concept of getting paid to learn, you know, like I'm thinking right now, like I'm just entering audio, me and Todd talk about, it. I think it's an untapped medium for education. And there's so much stuff I want to explore with audio, narrative audio, you know, like some of the high end podcasts. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, okay, how do I learn how to do narrative podcasting? Right. And if I didn't have Ironbound, I might like go apply for a job at Spotify or Gimlet or some of these other places just to learn and see behind the scenes. And I think that's what we're talking about. This idea of like, okay, I have an idea for a venture. I need a specific skill set. What can I do to cultivate that skill set while de-risking the opportunity as well? So gaining yeah. that experience, keeping income coming in. And also, let's be honest, just building credibility and personal branding within the space. Yeah. I mean, the the best place to start a business is, is from the place that you're currently at, with, which is your job. 
your networks and your expertise. You know, so so if you are currently, um, you know, working in financial services, right? You're you've got a front row seat to how that whole industry works, and that's where your expertise is. And you you and you might have a vision about something that you want to start, and so. You know, if you want to do something radically different, like you want to go open a restaurant, then like you got to go get a job at a restaurant, pick up shifts, set your ego aside. You know, this is like how you design your own internship is you go work in the thing that uh, you're interested in doing. And, and you know, it's the situational expertise. It's the specific problems that we solve that make us uh, um, kind of relied upon. It's that that's the stuff that people want from us. I'll, I'll give you an example. When I was... Um, you know, uh, I had left a big consulting job and I decided to start my own consulting business. And I was trying to figure out like, what is it, my specific expertise? And what I knew was I was not good at financial modeling. You know, I was not good at, you know, really like a lot of things that were detailed, but I was good at executive, like messaging, you know, speech writing, stuff like that. Like how does a, a, how does a CEO stand up in front of a town hall and give like the right message to a bunch of employees? And how do you design that hour session? You know, should he, should he stand? Should he sit on stage? Should it be moderated? Like I had a bunch of points of view on that. Well, that's not a skill set that anyone's hiring for. There's no job for that. But I was working with uh, a client and they had brought me in to do some like communication support. And I just sort of unsolicited put together a set of strategies that I said, you know, I've been thinking about this upcoming employee town hall. And here's some things that we ought to maybe consider. And I've thought about some high level messaging and let me just kind of flesh this out. It was like writing an unsolicited thesis. And what you're doing is, again, doing is the new resume. It's like, now you're causing a reaction because you're like, wow, here's someone that's got a solution for us. It's an interesting solution. And we think it, we think it's the right answer. And then pretty soon, like you're in the conversation about how to do this, you know, and now you're shaping kind of your world, your work, your expertise around that. And then that gives me validation to kind of continue to build my business in that direction. And so um, it, it's a, it's a give and take that takes place, but um, you got to have expertise. You got to have a point of view. And as you start to sort of put these in these ideas uh, in place and you put yourself in the place to solve, um, people are going to pull you forward. And by the way, when you start doing this stuff, it's not like people say, Hey, we love your vision about the next CEO town hall, right? This is what I was doing as an employee engagement consultant working for myself. Um, they, they don't stop and say, but by the way, where do you have a credential that says that you're qualified to do this? They don't care. No one cares at that point. They're like, hey, you have a vision about how to solve this. Great. You're going to solve it. And then we're going to pay you to solve it. Um, and, and again, once you've done that a few times, um, then, then you go and brag and say, hey, I've done this for a bunch of folks. I can do it for you. You know, it doesn't have to mean you standing up saying, hey, I'd like to announce as of today, I'm going to become an executive speechwriter. Um, you know, like that's not helpful because we don't know that you can do it. We don't know that you have done it. And then, you know, so why would we ask you to come do it for us? And so, so the early work for the entrepreneurs to, is to rack up these wins of proof that you've done it. Um, and then the thing kind of grows from there. But I think a lot of times we get that sequence wrong. We want to come out, we want to make a big announcement. Hey, I'm about to go do this. Watch me. Um, and that's, that makes us nervous. That's why we feel scared. Cause it's like, well, what if I don't do it? You know, well, you don't have to announce it. Just go do it. 
And then you'll have lots to talk about. So for our listeners, Todd, let's give them some key takeaways that they can implement now as they move towards understanding doing is the new resume, how they can build out that strong, let's not even say resume, let's say portfolio. How can they build out their portfolio? I think, yeah, that's, you're right. Resume is the wrong word because resume is like, resume is like a bunch of statuses of what we've done. What you want to do is, is create like proof points of, of like, you know, success, you know? So if you've got an idea um, of a business that you want to start, you know, the challenge, the homework is think about what's the smallest scale, you know, proof that I can create that I can do this. Um, you know, you want to watch launch a marketing company, come up with a creative marketing campaign for something that you think is interesting. Just put it out there and say, no one asked me to create this, but I've thought about this and here's the campaign. Just launch it. If you want to become a writer, start writing. If you want to be, open up a private school, start teach, start tutoring, you know, do it for free, do it with a couple kids. If you want to open up a, um, an insurance agency, you know, talk to someone who uh, could be a customer and just say, Hey, for free, I want to look over your policies and come up with like, what could be a better strategy, but I don't want to get paid to do it. I just want to do this to see if I can. So, you, you know, if you want to open up a restaurant, like make meals. Uh, so, um, again, lots of ways to get creative on this, but doing it, proving that you've done it is all the qualification you need. And if you do it well, um, you know, then people are going to ask you to do it for them. So you, if you want to be an expert in military transition, we'll just end with this because this is where we started. You don't need to get up and say, here's the things that you need to do to transition out of the military. You know, get up if you feel like really like like you've landed on the right side of this and say, hey, here's the things I've done that worked for me or better yet, here's five people that I've helped transition and let them tell you what I did. That's the best. That's the best proof. It's other people's opinions about what we've done for them. And um, again, we can do a lot of this stuff today without ever quitting our job, without creating risk. It's just a little bit of time, a little bit of hustle. It's maybe not as fancy. It's maybe not as, you know, celebritized. It's maybe not something that is, uh, makes us famous, but it's, it's the work of starting. And that's what, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, man. Just build out that track record, build out that track record for your potential prospects or clients and build out that track record for yourself. So you feel comfortable and confident in whatever you're launching out into the universe. And so, uh, in closing, man, I need y'all to do us a favor. If you haven't done so already, Subscribe to the Third Shift Entrepreneur Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever listening service you're using today. Your reviews are greatly appreciated. Also, be sure to visit thirdshiftentrepreneur.com where you can purchase the book, sign up for our newsletter, and hear tips and pointers that will help you keep your day job while building your dream job. You can also purchase the book on Amazon, at Barnes & Nobles, and other major book outlets. Thanks for tuning in and see you on the next episode where we'll be discussing pushing versus pulling. Peace. <laughs>